10, 9, ignition sequence start, 6. Hello, and welcome to Rocket Fuel, your daily update of everything that's happening in the Rocket Pool community. My name is Wack. Today is June 16th, and um, it's, it's Friday, so it's nearly the weekend, and I've um, got a pretty quick episode for you all today, so let's get started. Um, the first thing that I want to cover is this uh, amazing milestone that we've reached of uh, 2,900 node operators have been registered on Rocket Pool. That does not mean that there are 2,900 unique people staking on Rocket Pool. You can register a node on Rocket Pool without having any um, validators on there. You can also have multiple, like single people, um, registering multiple nodes and you know dividing their setup for different reasons. So um, the fact that we've hit 2,900 is absolutely beautiful. Like it's really really great. But uh, the actual number of unique people who might be um, staking through Rocket Pool might be like closer to 2,000 or maybe even a bit less than that. But still, that is a really nice um, amount. And of course, that's the only solid number we have to go with. So when someone asks how many nodes, uh, node operators does Rocket Pool have, the only number we can say is 2,900. Because that's a nice little excuse to actually delve into some stats today as well. So as you all know, um, there's a mini pool queue again on the beacon chain on the for the Rocket Pool um, protocol on the beacon chain sorry on the rocket pool protocol not on the beacon chain of course there's on the beacon chain too but um we have um 138 um, validators waiting to come online from rocket pool so they're waiting to be matched with eth um some of the days have been a bit up and down um recently i'll have to admit like this week you know we're on right now um you know it's friday and we're on 9600 which is way less than like the last few weeks which have been 30,000 30,000 30,000 40,000 26,000 like the the deposits have slowed down noticeably and that might be because of what's happening in the markets that might be because of you know a whole host of things one of them might be you know the um, our ETH APR being lower than others right now because so many of our validators are stuck in the beacon chain queue about 5,000 of them so there's a whole lot you know waiting there as well so um if you look at the daily daily deposits we've definitely had a few dip days here like you know 800 and then 293 this week 548 thankfully the last few days you know we've kind of bounced back a little bit like 2700 1900 1700 so those numbers are definitely a lot more respectable but sadly like there was a few days like early uh, this week and like last week that have kind of really hit the totals so that's been a little bit disappointing like i'll have to admit but um we're still we're still chugging along now if we have a look at nodes here uh, because you know we hit 1900 um we can see that we are growing very nicely on the node count um with um may being the second best ever month for node counts after launch you know november 2021 when we got 443 after that may was the second best ever month which was wonderful on the weekly you know it's been fairly respectable we've had like somewhere between um since you know shanghai capella like 96 90 51 74 84 57 so there's been a slow slow downward trend but not so much that it's been like really bad and then the same on the daily like you know we've had um 10 people yesterday three today and so on but like the numbers on the node operator side looks really good 
and of course you know here with the mini pools um, we are now at um, 24,263 about 5,000 of those however are yeah right here look pending validators we have 5,042 those are the ones that are uh, waiting in the queue to become uh, on the ethereum queue and the bacon chain queue to start um, validating um, those are coming online every day but they are definitely it's going to be a while you know like another 30 or 20 days before all of these well 45 days maybe since all of these are uh, online but it's pretty good like it's like the numbers are really respectable uh, respectable like we've we've definitely had some good growth and um as you can see, you know, with the RH supply, it's about to hit a new milestone of 450,000. Um, maybe in a couple of days, hopefully, or even tomorrow, or like later today, um, we'll, we will hit that target. So that is definitely respectable. Like, um, it's it's really good. So why is this growth happening? Well, people like Masari here have um, put out threads about like what staking like what's happening with staking and um, what's going on with it so they said you know here ethereum underwent uh, transformative upgrades the merge and propeller in the past year this led to remarkable economic developments and skyrocketing growth of new liquid staking protocols and liquid staking tokens lsts and then here we get kunal who digs in and um it says uh Prior to Chappella, uh, enabled withdrawals, our uh, ETH staking growth was slow and perceived as riskier. post Chappella users can comfortably stake and unstake ETH. This freedom has actually accelerated the rate of ETH staked, uh, with May 2023 seeing the highest monthly net inflow since the Beacon Chain's launch, which is phenomenal. And then over here, you know, they're going to say, while the growth rate of ETH staked has been pretty consistent, the same cannot be said for staking options. Since Chappelle upgrade liquid staking protocols, staking pools and solo stakers have grown their share at the expense of centralized exchanges. Of course, Kraken unstaked and Coinbase are losing their stake as well. And then here, this is the key uh, tweet that I want to have want you all to have a look at it says um, as a category liquid staking protocols outshine all other staking options moreover they offer enough options to let users maximize their own preferred metric so let's have a look at what the metrics that they have a look at what they're using I'm sorry if some of it's cut off on your screen i'll do my best to tell you what's what here so they have a, five different staking services that i mentioned here they have lido rocket pool frax stakewise and swell and then um, each one compares their market share. So Lido 32%, Rocket Pool 3.2%, Frax 0.9%, Stakewise 0.4%, and Swell 0.1%. Now they compare the number of node operators. Lido 30 node operators, Rocket Pool 2879, um, Frax not applicable. I think there's only one node operator that runs all of it. Uh, I'm not 100% sure though. Um, Stakewise four node operators and Swell eight node operators. So what are the fees for these? Lido 10%. Um, Rocket Pool 14 to 15%, Frax 10%, Stakewise 10%, Swell 0%. But I think that is a promotional period. Um, I don't think that's going to be sustained. And then the effectiveness is um, how good are they validating basically on the beacon chain. So Lido 96%, Rocket Pool 95%, Frax 97%, Stakewise 97%, and Swell not applicable. Lindy, Lido, and Rocket Pool are high. Frax medium, stakewise medium, and swell is low. Um, DeFi utility, Rocket Pool is high, Lido is high, Frax medium, stakewise, and swell low. And then the decentralization score, Lido low, Rocket Pool high, Frax low, stakewise low, swell low. So if you have a look at this information, like 
there's one clear winner here for me um and that is rocket pool like if those are the things that you value right um some people may value the fees percentage some people may value the effectiveness but those differences on the effectiveness are quite small um the the really the real differences you get are with the node operators the decentralization scores those are those are the key things to have a look at so i really thought this was like an amazing tweet um with really excellent information and um sorry then go on and talk about more of um you know ethereum staking and the lsts so definitely go and give that a, a good read because as always you know masari are putting out really excellent information and um you can definitely uh, learn a lot from me i'm sure okay um, as you all know you know we've got a campaign going on right now that uh, led by shifrin and others who where we are trying to get people to move away from geth and onto bisu or nimbus it's the rpl client diversity um uh, push and um, here SNG was one of the people who've just moved from Geth to Nethermind and um, he shares some information. So he says, hey y'all, um, you may have seen my concerns yesterday around increases in resource usage and subsequent increases in hardware temperatures in switching from Geth to Nethermind. Well, I've completed the switch, now fully synced execution layer and figured I'd share my results to assuage any similar fears that others may have had. So then there's a there's a screenshots of different categories here um there's a cpu temperature disk temperature ram usage cpu usage and io weight so um sneaky here says um the tldr is that the cpu temperature baseline has increased noticeably um although still well well within acceptable accept, acceptable range but the peaks are lower um the disk temperature the baseline and peaks have dropped quite drastically which is fantastic. Um, the RAM usage has dropped drastically, but waiting to see if it creeps up further over time, as is the case with Geth normally. Uh, CPU usage, the baseline is similar, but peaks are mostly gone. Um, it's a lot flatter now. And then um, the IO wait time, there's no noticeable change. Um, so then this started a nice conversation about people um, kind of sharing their own stories. So here we have Upsilon.eth saying, also switched from Geth to Nethermind and seeing the same massive drop in RAM usage, being five days since the switch and still hovering around 12 gigabytes. Um, my other observation is more consistent CPU usage on Geth. After a couple of days, I would start getting random CPU spikes up to near the max CPU usage, whereas Nethermind is less spiky. So... Um, if you're interested in switching from Geth to Nethermind or Bisu, um, these kind of like anecdotes are really um, wonderful in um, helping you understand like what to expect. So thank you so much SNG for doing that. Okay, um, so if you had a look at the events channel today, uh, you might have seen that there was a whole lot of mini pools being distributed from Thomas. Um, as you know, Thomas is the largest single node operator on rocket pool um and he kind of blew up events by having a whole lot of eth distributed um that is normally a precursor to um having a mini pools shut down so uh, people are like wait what's going on so um you know thomas has 900 plus uh, validators on one machine um thomas popped into trading he paced the put the 
dodge emoji um, people laughing and um, patches like ooh exits spicy thomas so uh, thomas like explained what he was doing so thomas is like, splitting my one mega node into two and patches says thank god for that you can't use the rescue node with more than 300 validators in nimbus so uh, thomas says oh wow good to know and he says well problems so they fixed this merge so basically this is what's um it happened right um thomas has 900 validators on his on his node um that is a lot and it's quite bad um management node management to have that many validators on one machine um thomas i don't, I don't want to like put words in his mouth but i think he kind of just yoloed it um <laughs> and it's been working fine for him for the most part but what's happened is um i think he is like trying to take a more cautious approach now and he is basically dividing his his node into two now what does that mean i think what that means is that he is exiting around 450 to 500 of his validators from his main node and then he will set up a new node um, with those same validators back on and then i think in the process he is going to convert to leb8s now that is speculation on my part but that's what i feel like um is happening um but yeah that's that's pretty great um i think um thomas you know is uh, working on this node management stuff is definitely making <laughs> a few people feel better about how his node is working especially you know being the biggest um, single node on on rocket pool protocol so um that's really cool to see i'm really excited for thomas to um get in on the leb8 stuff that's going to be wonderful okay so here we had val who was live blogging his DeFi doc update so for those of you who don't know val has um, a DeFi document that has a list of all the different um, integrations um line DeFi for our eth and um, he maintains this document like every couple of weeks uh, updates the information in there and then um people can use it to see you know what rewards they can get in different places and um you know where there's incentives and where there's not incentives so today um um, Val decided to live blog it and kind of like give a little bit of commentary on what's going on and what's not going on. So here there's pancake swap. He says pancake swap um, has stabilized, nice rewards, but no longer sky high slash inefficient. So the rewards that you get there now are 13.28%, which are pretty nice. Um, and then um, there's some note there that says results will vary with position. But that's a that's a nice 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 amount of rewards there. Um, he says the RETH RPL on Aura dropping, while RETH WETH increases. I think we may have had a VE BAL voter move between those, so people have kind of moved their votes around a little bit, and because of that, um, some of the rewards are kind of changed. But um, the RETH RPL uh, is a five point seven percent rewards. Badger RETH is at twenty percent. Um, bbw uh bba wrapped eth and anchor is i guess that's not what to do with us and here our eth and um, w eth is at 7.2 percent um, when the concentrated liquidity gets used gamma really goes off no that's a 24 hour number it can vary a lot so then there's a number for gamma here swap fees are 20.35 percent the reward is 8.39 percent and the our ETH APR is 2.39%. So those numbers are just like ridiculous. But like Val says, they don't last. Um, with um, Polygon ZKEVM on the balancer, now there's 17.9%. And um, 
they've got another pool, uh, pool sorry, with RETH and BBOUSD um, that's getting 130%. Um, so that is pretty amazing <laughs> if you are into that. Um, Kronos is um, interesting if you want to hold to maturity. So if you hold to maturity, the way it works is APR and Kronos scales with how long the liquidity NFT has existed. It starts with one multiplier and reaches two after six weeks. There are plans to have it go to three and then after six more weeks, but that's not in place yet. They're working on marketplace where matured NFTs can be bought, sold. So um, that is ranging from 7.6 to 15.3%. And then Aave has room for our more our ETH. Um, and that's on what chain is that on let me have a look rv yeah that's not yeah 12.5 rth can still be supplied if you are interested in providing um like doing that and then depositing eth into the rpl eth um Zai silo has been nuts and is currently nuts and that is providing around 40 percent um, rewards which are actually nuts so yeah so um it was nice of val to kind of like go through that and share some of the key information if you are interested in doing like DeFi stuff with your RETH or rpl then definitely give that doc a look at and uh, check out those um projects of course um being you know on that uh, document is not any kind of endorsement from val or other people in the rocket pool community or imc this is just for um, educational purposes i'm sure val would like me to say um any protocols you interact with are at your own risk um, and of course DeFi risks are real you can lose everything you put in okay finally we're going to end on some happy news here where mambo son shared a picture and says baby mambo number two was born a couple of hours ago and there's a picture of the baby and um, mambo son is wearing a rocket pool t-shirt which is really nice representing and then um Wo says congratulations but did you deliver the baby yourself i love how that's the first thing that gets mentioned right and then mambo says i offered but the wife refused but um, it was really nice that um you know shifting said congrats and um sng says born to be a node operator congrats mambo um and mambo says yeah the baby's born and bred rocket pool node operator and um <laughs> yeah um lots of people was congrats uh, congratulating mambo san which was really really nice and um congratulations from me to Mambosan and uh, Mambosan's family and kids I'm it's really really heartwarming but I'm also quite upset Mambosan because you're like my number one slash number two um, um, submission contributor and I'm gonna miss you <laughs> in the coming weeks but um, I'm really really happy for you I'm really glad that um, um, your partner and um, your child are doing well and um i wish you the best of luck in these next days and weeks and um i hope you enjoy every minute of it anyway on that happy note i'm going to enter this episode i hope you all have a lovely weekend ahead and i will see you on monday bye